What up, my boy? What's good, family? Another day in paradise. You know what it is. It's the favorite time. Well, one of the favorite times of the year. That's right. Super Bowl week, baby. Super Bowl week. You know what? Man, why? you ain't saying it with enough enthusiasm. Super Bowl week. Yes, sir. Please don't stop the music. Mm, 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 mm. Listen, man. One of the favorite times of the year. Why? Because as a former player, people always ask us, what do we miss about the game? Free agency, yep. because that's when you make that bag. That's when you get paid. Week one, because that's when the season starts. Preseason is over. It's time to get to it. And in the Super Bowl, because that is the pinnacle, the height, where we all chase. We all want to get that ring, bro. Yeah, we want that ring. Yeah, facts. <laughs> we want that. <laughs> just, like the, just like the ladies want the ring, the fellas want the ring. Yeah, we yeah. want that ring. Facts, facts. So, and um, look, man, bottom line is this. God dang, man. We got the Chiefs in this piece again. Again. Yet again. Running it back. The Chiefs running it back. Mm-hmm. Going up against Your former my squad. former team. Yeah. How about them Eagles, baby? Yeah. Fly, Eagles, fly. <laughs> they doing their thing, baby. It's a Philly thing, baby. It is, bro. It is, bro. Can't knock it. Philly did the damn thing the entire year. We talked about that. Yep. We talked about that early on. And guess whose two teams that your boy predicted went to the Super Bowl again? I picked the Eagles in the NFC. Check it up. We got receipts. I picked the Chiefs in the AFC. More receipts. It's just what I do, man. I pick winners. Eagles, my former team. So, no, you got to pick one today then. We'll get to that. Yeah, you got to pick a winner. But we got some firsts coming up in this game too, though. That's a fact. That's a fact. We talk about two brothers playing in the game. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Kelsey brothers. That's right. Travis and Jason. Damn yeah, right. Travis and Jason. So I think that's cool, though. Like, it is. as a family, you would love to look in the stands and see moms and pops. Mm-hmm. Be like, all right, who wearing what jersey? Yeah, yeah. Is it a house divided? You know it's not. Yeah. Because you're happy. You know, you're happy your kids. Man, they playing at the pinnacle, though. Like, just yeah. put that into perspective, bro. Yeah, like, when you make it to the Super Bowl, again, that's the height, the highest of the high. We already know that football is the most popular game in the world. Definitely in the States. Yeah. Some may argue. But when you make it to the high, you're already part of that 1% that makes it to the NFL, right? Then you get to the highest of the height, the top of the pyramid. It doesn't get any better, and your family can rejoice in that. You know what I'm saying? You're leading up to it. You get to the big game. Half of the family, you know what I'm saying? The in-laws and girlfriends and, and, and best friends on this side want Travis to win. The other side want Jason to win. But either way, that's super dope, bro. Nah, it's super dope because also to add to that, you know, we know because we played, but bro, it's hard to even get mm-hmm. into the show. Yeah, it is. And bottom line, man, I salute I salute them. I salute both teams because they've been through a lot. Yeah. I think football is equivalent to one of the best soap operas of all time. Yeah. It's filled with drama, entertainment. And a lot of humor that keeps you going throughout the season. And then we also got another first two. Another set of brothers are playing in the game. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about both quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts. And so it's a huge accomplishment. And not from my side, so much say just 
I, as a fan, is huge because so many times we looked out throughout the years and we've never had this before. Yeah. And how fitting is it that it come in Black History Month? You know? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I, I think that's pretty cool. And then also knowing the type of young men yeah. that they are, the time that they put into it, the sacrifices that they've made, the results going through all of the adversity. I think of Mahomes with this high ankle sprain. Mm -hmm. Like, we'll get into that shortly. Then you look at Jalen Hurts coming back after the shoulder injury mm -hmm. and still leading his team on to victory. So, man, shout out to the brothers, both yeah. set of brothers that has made it because it's a huge accomplishment. And when we talk about that, uh, I'm proud to say that because we can't gloss by it. I don't like to address it and make it the complete subject, but we got to pump the brakes and be able to talk about this because, number one, like I said earlier, it's the first thing that it's the first time it ever happened. Yeah, yeah. And then number two is the kids. Yeah. And I think all kids who are looking at this, this black history moment, I mean, it's paramount. And the reason why is let's go back to, oh my God, over 30 some years ago when Doug Williams, mm -hmm. quarterback for the Washington Redskins at that time, now Washington Commanders, mm -hmm. uh, he was the first black quarterback that started, yeah. started in a Super Bowl and won it. Yeah. And remember, we grew up in that era, so remember how iconic that was, being the first yeah. black quarterback to start in a Super Bowl. We were like, this can happen? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, for real, though, it was like somebody came and like, pop, 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 yeah. wake up. Yeah. Like, this is huge. And then you look at several guys that followed after that 26 years later, it took Russell Wilson to come back into the Super Bowl as a black quarterback mm -hmm. and win it. Mm -hmm. You know, so all in all, 35 years removed, we now have two brothers, two black quarterbacks yeah. leading their team and they're leaders. They're leaders of men. Yeah. I think that's the highest compliment that you can give any man to be a leader of men. Absolutely. Bunch of alpha males. So we got to salute to that, man, because yeah. it ain't too many. We had seen it. <laughs> right. We haven't seen it. So cheers to black history. Definitely, bro. Cartier. Rolex. Gucci. Prada. Jordan. Adidas. Bottega Veneta. At eBay, it's real. Or it's getting the fake out eBay's team of luxury authenticators are making sure you never get faked over again. Watches. Inspected by watch aficionados. Sneakers. Checked by legit sneakerheads. Handbags. Examined by handbag connoisseurs. And jewelry in the scopes of expert gemologists. These authenticators are leaders in their field with meticulous eyes making sure your piece arrives as authentic as your style and worthy of your collection. As experts, they know the true difference between a real and a fake. Real carries that rare, distinguished feel, the weight of pure platinum, exquisite scent of Togo leather, the tight stitching on a pair of dunks, the brilliance of real diamonds. So rest assured, your Rolex moves just like a Rolex should, and that colorway on your Jordan Royals will always be on point. The details inspected, the fakes rejected. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay's authenticity guarantee. Everybody deserves real. Visit ebay.com for terms. I think one of the amazing feats, as you just mentioned, is you got these two black quarterbacks that 
have done their thing. Patrick Mahomes, we can all say, I, I'm willing to put it out there, he's a future Hall of Famer. Um, took the league by storm when he came in. That's a safe bet. That's a safe bet, right? <laughs> Jalen Hurts uh, came into the league, had a lot of detractors, naysayers, when it comes to mobile quarterbacks, guys that may not yet be the pocket passer or, or as successful from the pocket as some of their counterparts. But this year, a little bit different. Had a career year. And when you look at what they've been able to accomplish, like you said, leaders of men. Let's not forget, bro, the two best teams in the NFL are in the Super Bowl. Hey, man. And they're led by two black quarterbacks. That, again, cannot be discredited. You can't dim that light. That light will continuously be shined on these two young men. Not only that, they've done it the right way. So there's really no negative there. And we've heard so many detractors about Jalen Hurst saying, can he get it done? Is he a, he's not a Pro Bowl player. He cannot lead this team long term. We feel other quarterbacks are better than him in his own conference and his own division. We feel that he's a running quarterback. He's not an NFL talent. It was so many negatives by guys that do the same thing we do. That's in the media space. Yeah. In this microwave generation where everybody wants instant gratification, Hurts has only been in the league a couple of years. People don't want to let you have time to grow. Think about the adversity, though. We, we talked about the adversity. Remember, he was the starting quarterback at Alabama. Facts. Transferred. Mm-hmm. They gave him hell for that. <laughs> gave him hell. Mm-hmm. Went to Oklahoma. You know what I mean? So after being demoted, you go somewhere else, win, play very well. You come into the league and you still get crapped on. Yeah, man. But you know what? I, I think one of the most powerful statements I've heard Jalen Hurts say was, you won't see me smiling mm-hmm. until the job is done. Facts. I love his demeanor. I love how he went into the lab and recreated himself, and he's continues continuously evolving yeah. as the player that he wants to be. I, I remember running into Jalen and just talking to him in the lobby. We were in L.A., and I was like, man, I'm just proud of your progress, bro. Yeah. And his response to me was, I got a long way to go. Mm-hmm. Still, he said that to me without a smile. Yeah. And so for me, I walked away feeling like, this young man is focused. I had no idea a year later he would be leading his team into the Super Bowl against the Kansas City Chiefs. So I just want to give him give him his props, man, because yeah. I remember reading this article with Doug Williams. And Doug Williams was talking about, man, this happened over, what, 35 years ago with him. And so for him, it's not necessarily whoever wins the game, he's going to feel good because he doesn't have a dog in the fight. Mm-hmm. But he's happy just to see I'm one of the trendsetters who mm-hmm. started it. Yeah. Now we finally have two guys, two brothers, as quarterbacks leading their team. And he also made mention to the first black quarterback who was on the opening day roster as a starter in pro football history, mm-hmm. uh, going back to 1969, James Shaq Harris. Mm-hmm. So, to Shaq. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? So like, it's huge, man. So we had to take y'all back for a little history lesson there. Absolutely. And one of the things that stands out to me, you, we've heard the narrative, and speaking about this on a podcast before, of why people feel, and again, naysayers, detractors, people feel that there haven't been black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl, right? People define it, look at, look at it a little bit different. Success versus talent. Yep. Right? Success is largely subjective. 
because you have, you may have a different um, vision of success than I have. We may have different visions of success than other people have. It's different barometers. It's different, it, yeah, it's, it's all where you place it, where that lies in your life, right? Yeah. But one thing about it, to make it to the NFL, everybody has to have talent and everybody is successful because again, you're that 1%. The 1% of people that ever throw the pads in the Period. cleats on to make, make it. it. And then to make it to the highest level. So when you talk about that quarterback position in general, as a whole, success is largely defined by Super Bowl wins. So now, all the things, mobile quarterbacks can't do it. Black quarterbacks are largely mobile. They can't be pocket passers. Maybe they're not cognitive enough to read defenses, so they solely rely on their athletic ability. All of that is out of the water. Haters, y'all ain't got nothing to say. Two brothers have done it. They're in the Super Bowl at the highest level. And regardless of what you say, they are successful. They are talented. And again, we are going to salute that. And there's nothing nobody else can say about that in a negative fashion because they've done it the right way. They're leading their teams. And yes, the two best teams are in. The Eagles in the NFC, they knocked off all the so-called perennial Super Bowl contenders on their way up there. You know what I'm saying? On the way to the Super Bowl. The Chiefs did it in the AFC. Yep. Knocked off, unfortunately, you know, former team in the Bengals. Yeah. It was coined Burrowhead, but now Kansas City took the stadium back. (laughs) Took it back. It's Arrowhead, baby. Facts. Chiefs are doing it. Eagles are doing it. This is a big game. Let's get into the game now. The game at hand, man. We got the top two teams. Offensively lights out, defensively very disruptive. And we're going to have to get into it a little bit about who we're picking and why you like the certain team. So we were talking about the Eagles, bro. Tell me a little bit about what you like about the Eagles, man. I love the Eagles this week. Okay. (laughs) Love them. Even though I felt a little certain type of way about... I I love the Eagles. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. That's I'm going to just say that. The term was coined, defense wins championships. Mm -hmm. And when I clearly look at this team, that's what jumps out to me more than anything. You know, you start up front. You look at the defensive line. Mm -hmm. Bro, they have four guys that has 10-plus sacks or more. So I go back to this, and that means they are very disruptive. Mm -hmm. If they get you in long yardage situation— which their secondary is already a top five secondary anyway. Facts. But when you have an added pass rush like that, you're going to be that much better. You can take chances. Mm -hmm. We've seen our homie, James Bradbury, making plays consistently. You know, shout out to JB, man. Shout out to Darius Slayton. Mm -hmm. Like, these guys are balling on the back end, bro. And I think about with them having those amount of sacks, bro. Now, when you go back, and you look at Patrick Mahomes' record in the Super Bowl, hmm. how well his offensive line held up to the challenge. They played against San Francisco, ended up winning the game, but got sacked four times. Yeah. Came back and played against Tampa and Brady, and they, he got harassed. He ran for more yards scrambling than they had rushing. Mm-hmm. He was sacked three times. They lost that game. Yeah. And so now when you take into account Hassan Reddick, I mean, ice cold, bro. How many sacks you think he has? 19 and a half. Thank you very much. <laughs> had two last week in the NFC Championship. That's right. He had two in that game. So 
when you when you look at him, he's playing like a man possessed. Javon Hargrave playing awesome. Josh Sweat, mm. Fletcher Cox has been a main stable of what they do since the day that he was drafted. Right. You look at Brandon Graham. He's one of my all-time favorites. B. Graham is just, I love the motor that he plays with. He has great hand placement mm. to be able to maneuver himself around. So these guys are going to be a problem just straight up rushing the passer off top. Even some of the backups with Sue. <sighs> Sue is a backup, bro. Like, he's been out of the last five Super Bowls He's played in what three? Three, yeah, yeah, bro. I'm, I'm just saying, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm not saying that Patrick Mahomes is not going to have success because of a high ankle sprain. Mm-hmm. I was the same person that had to remind everybody that look, don't get it twisted. Patrick Mahomes was a great pocket passer before right. he started doing all of the improvising. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you take that all of that into account, I. I I'd like the Eagles just before we even get to the offensive side yeah. talking about Jalen Hurts and the weapons that he has. Yeah, man. And Hurts, his weapons, bro, like, and I've been on record saying it, the way that the Eagles organization has put the proper tools around Jalen Hurts to have success, bringing in A.J. Brown, showing up that running game with Miles Sanders, man, Devontae Smith, He's had a career season in passing so far, bro. And you already know, if you have a quarterback, a young quarterback, you want to put those weapons around him. And what's the one thing that you don't want to have your young quarterback do? Turn the ball over. Give it back to the defense. And he hasn't done that this season. With the league low, how many interceptions? Six. Six. The whole season, none in the postseason. I see why. Well, hell, you know why I've been on... I'll say it again, a Giants fan, but been on the Eagles bandwagon. It's then, okay because I mean, the Empire it, State Building changed the color to Eagles green. <laughs> so you get a pass, sir. It's respect, though. And you're you wearing Eagles green right now, too. You got to relax. Even though it's a gator. All black, everything. That's what I'm doing. But nah, but you know, I, I see where the Eagles have progressively gotten better, and I got to take my hat off. You can't hate on greatness. And the team is showing why they were the most dominant throughout the season. They literally was... Very few teams that were able to compete with them over the course of a game. And they had some injuries when Jalen Hurts went out and the team kind of went down a little bit. But I even said, you know what? That's great for them to take losses uh, during the regular season because you don't want your first real uh, feeling of adversity to happen in the postseason. Right. You want to get that loss out the way or you want to get those games out the way where you're down, you try to come back and it doesn't work. So you, so you can, can make the adjustments. So you can make the adjustments and say, okay, if we're in this position now, now this team has experience on how to deal with this adversity and how to overcome it. It didn't work a couple of times during the, during, towards the end of the regular season, but now they know what it feels like. So I definitely see where you're going. That's why I picked the Eagles in the NFC to actually run through the NFC and make it to the Super Bowl. That's why they, I'm, I'm just letting you know we have room on the bus over here <laughs> if you want to come on this Philly bus. I can't come on the bus, bro. I, I, I watch for shout out to Coach P. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the young homie Trey Sermon, you know, from Sprayberry High School up in Marietta, right where I'm from, where I live at, I should say. Um, making the Super Bowl. And all the, all the guys like Endomic and Sue played forever. Came off the street getting another shot at another Super Bowl. Fletcher Cox, dominant forever. Hassan Reddick, doing a damn thing. A.J. Brown, Ole Miss Rebel, in the Super Bowl. I, I'm happy for the team. Definitely, bro. Yeah. So, 
Are you coming over or are you going to stay on the cheap no, side? I can't come over because I still got to rock with the team that's been winning me all of these bets the last couple of years. You know, vacations and making sure that you ran and everybody that's on season four just get joining the Behind the Mask podcast. Go back to season, I think it was season one or season two. Spice lost the bet. He went with his 49ers, I believe, and lost against the Chiefs. And Spikes had to run butt naked on the beach. I bought it back. It is out there. We got receipts. So check that out. But I still got to go with the team that has made sure that I won the majority of my bets over the last few years against my brother, Tequil Spikes. Got to go with the Kansas City Chiefs because we saw what Pat Mahomes was able to do throughout the regular season, right? Yeah, 5,200 pass yards. 5,200, over 5,000 pass yards again. Then you see that core trio that has been dominant. We're talking about the head coach, Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. We're talking about your quarterback that's a Hall of Famer, Pat Mahomes. We're talking about your tight end, also Travis Kelsey, another Hall of Famer. You got that Hall of Fame trifecta that offenses can't stop. It reminds me of a similar Hall of Fame trio. And I can't say I like these guys, but again, you got to respect dominance, greatness. You have Bill, to. The Patriots, Bill Belichick, head coach, Tom Brady. Oh, that's a good one. You know I see, I like that. Gronk, tight end. So when I see what the Chiefs are doing, similarly, I see greatness. I see dominance. And I see teams that defenses, they, they just can't stop them. You know, it's it's like when you get with that that new girl for the first time. You've been waiting, you've been waiting, and, and you know it's coming, but yeah. you just can't stop it. You just can't stop it. So when I see what the Chiefs are able to do offensively, I just see defense. Oh, my God. I just can't stop. You can't stop what's coming, bro. Hymns alert. (laughs) (laughs) So I got to roll with the Chiefs, bro. I just see everything that Andy Reid has been able to do. You you a proponent of Andy Reid. You you respect him. Oh, I I more than respect him. I think he's one of of the brightest... Mm -hmm creative innovators of the game. You look back a few weeks ago, they doing Ring Around the Rosie. Bro. Like, I, I, listen, <laughs> I'm trying to punish whoever get the ball <laughs> on that play. If you got time to go around in the huddle and dance around, dance around and then come to the line, I got I to gotta have you. But they still scored. I know it was called yeah, back, they but still they still scored. scored. Still made so to that point, he's very innovative, man. And yeah. And I can tell you this. I don't know if they really get enough credit, but, well, you got Patrick Mahomes. He's all of that. Mm-hmm. But Steve Spagnola, the defensive coordinator, uh, big play Spags is what I call him. Mm-hmm. Because <clears throat> you talk about the trio. Yeah. Just came off the dome with this one. You talk about the trio of Belichick, Brady, Grunt, mm-hmm. who defeated them in that Super Bowl when they trying to be the second team ever to go undefeated. Yeah. It was the Giants. And Spags, Spags had yeah. a hell of a game plan, yeah. Game plan, bro, that really just disrupted everything. Eli made plays late in the game mm-hmm. to propel them to end up winning that game. But my point is, is this. When I look at the Kansas City team defensively, his defensive front, Mind you, his defensive front, they get to the quarterback, too. Yeah, Chris Jones. Chris Jones. Yeah, tough. Everybody was talking about he ain't getting no sacks. What did he do last week? Ended up with a two-piece. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. 15 and a half in the regular season, too. Yeah, 15, you know, two back-to-back season with 15 and a half. Yeah. So, look, man, bottom line is this. 
This is a better's nightmare. I don't bet. When you, if you were better, you would hate to bet against this game mm. because there's nothing that shows you a clear-cut reason why this team is going to be dominant. This team is going to lose. Mm -hmm. Both teams have a lot of things, a lot of aspects that they bring to the table that makes them successful. And you know what? I haven't even talked about the Philadelphia Eagles offense. We we had to dap up Jalen Hurts yeah. earlier. Shout out to his accomplishment, being able to get to where he's at now, considering what all he had to go through. Mm -hmm. Not just in the pros, but in college too as well. But you talk about some of the weapons that that are at his disposal. You know, we talk about A.J. Brown. Yeah. The combination of, of size, speed, the ability to make the tough catch down the field, mm -hmm. acrobatic catches, just being able to pinpoint the ball in areas to where defenders can't even make the play on it. Yeah. And then you look at Devontae Smith, the speedster. I listen. I I'm calling for him to have AJ is going to have a breakout game because mm -hmm. everybody is sleeping on him right now. But I'm calling for Devonte to have that same type of effect in this game as well. I think he plays better when it when it's championship season. Yeah. I think we all know that because we're familiar with his resume when he was at Alabama. That's a fact. You know what I mean? So and now you take into account of Jalen Hurts. What makes him so special, man, his ability to throw the deep ball. Mm -hmm. When people always say, oh, he can't throw the deep ball. I'm, I'm just telling you. Yeah. All the pundits said it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All of them. Then you have to look into just the simple aspect of him continuing to work. The process of elimination is the thing that really jumps out to me. Mm -hmm. Look to I played against some of the best quarterbacks of all time. Mm -hmm. Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, John Elway. I actually got my first sack against John Elway. No, no, it wasn't. That was against uh, Brett Favre. Another great. You know what I mean? So when you look at all of these great quarterbacks, the one thing they have in common, their ability to process information before the ball is even snapped. Mm -hmm. And that's what Jalen Hurts does very well. You talked about he had a league low when it comes to turnovers and interceptions. Mm -hmm. Only six. And a lot of, lot of that is a byproduct of what you're able to see, what you're able to decipher before that ball is snapping. You know exactly where you're going to go with it. Makes it hard to defend. You can't defend it unless you hold a certain coverage late. Then the second thing, his ability to run the football within the scheme that they have. Right. You try to load up the box against him, he sees that, he's going to, boop, RPO, run pass option. I know where I have the one-on-one. -on -one. The slant on this side is right there. Let me give it to him mm -hmm. because this safety is biting the cheese. He is a catfish. <laughs> he's a guppy. And we taking advantage of it. Yeah. And so it's simple football, but that's, the hard thing, when you try to teach kids to read coverages and understand and to anticipate where guys are going to be or where they will not be, that's what he does so well. And him as a runner, man, as I stated earlier, like, bro, he's a running back when he has the ball. 
He knows how to set up blocks. He, he gives you enough shake to where he's always falling forward for the majority yeah. of it. And so when you add all of that, man, this really makes this Philly team a very hard team to beat. So Nick Sirianni, he has the golden ass of, of steel, Superman. He don't even go off analytics. People's like, he's going to go for it. I'm trying to pick up the analytics book. Damn, we're, it didn't say do that right here. <laughs> I'm still trying to make sense of why he's doing it. He feels the pulse of the game. Yeah. And I think that's something, when I talk about Jalen Hurts, they both do the same thing. And I think that's why they pair so well together. Bro, I can't even knock it. Everything you said is factual. Again, that is why I picked the Eagles to run through the NFC this year. I just think they've finally come up against that juggernaut, met their match, man. Andy Reid, your coach, you talked about him. What he used to do when he's with the Eagles. Get the ball in the flat to the screen to your running backs and make them, uh, have them perform as an extra receiver. To neutralize the pass rush. To neutralize the pass rush, right? Yeah. Because now you got your, your speedy receivers getting downfield. Now, a lot of times, the running backs aren't accounted for or is a mismatch with the linebacker. I see the same thing with that guy, Jet McKinnon. Chiefs use him in the same way as an extra receiver as well. Finding him in the backfield. Late check downs when the, when the pressure is coming backside. So when you have Pat Mahomes able to do this, you have a Travis Kelsey over 1,300 yards during the regular season. You have... Valdez Scantling, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Kadarius Toney, guys that are banged up, probably going to need somebody back for the Super Bowl. And again, Pat Mahomes is injured, but this is the Super Bowl. Guys are going to thug it out. Guys are going to gut it out to play in the biggest game of the year. I'm not betting against Andy Reid. It's worked for me. We haven't made our bet yet, but we're about to. So, me, offense can't be stopped. Defense playing lights out. Same as the Eagles, don't get me wrong. I gotta go with the Chiefs, bro. So that's your pick. Yeah, that's my pick, man. Just gonna figure out. I wanna run a vacation back, man. You know what I'm saying? So that's 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 I'm already putting it out there. That's what I'm thinking. Double down, then. Let's do it. D-E-N. Then <laughs> let's do it, bro. I can't believe you. Listen, let's do it. Bro, the I, better I, defense. I'm a, Who I'm, has the better defense? Y'all do. Eagles do, hands down. And this concludes this broadcast. Look, man. <laughs> my loyalty is, again, Coach P, my guy. Shout out to Trey, young Trey Sermon. Then on the Chiefs, shout out to Jet. And I got Carlos Dunlap playing yep. the league so many years. Finally got the opportunity, 13 years. Finally got the opportunity to, to play in the Super Bowl. Hopefully he can win one. I'm kind of torn. Like you said, you don't bet. I see why, because I always win. But you don't bet. No. <laughs> and I, I don't want to pick either or, but because I have to, because we have to, I'm going to, you know, put the media train hat on and rock with the Chiefs, bro. There it is. There it is. See you on game day. See you on vacation. Uh, <laughs> yep. From the gram. 